I'm in general disarray this morning. That was such an awesome, yes. awesome name. So we're throwing one of you out there, but one of you just sent us an email and it's, oh my gosh, we love you so much. But the story was, is there is this kitten that they found in their garage and it had been smushed and its whole back end is hurt. And now they've been nursing this thing back to health and, and taking care of it. And what an amazing opportunity, you know, God gives us the, the ability to be able to, you know, serve his creation like this and to do these things and to nurse this little kitten, you know, back and all of this. But anyway, yeah, I told her on the, on Instagram, but it looks like Lucy. It oh, it's the cutest little thing. But anyways, you messaged us and said, because we shared in today's vlog and stuff, just what our family's been going through. And I, I know it could be so much worse and we're not, you know, downplaying that, but it just seems like one thing after another and we're just like oh my gosh when will this end you know and and so this family's kind of going through a very similar situation again with very you know various degrees of um scale (laughs) just what's going on but you guys said that this kitten you've decided to keep it that you're nursing back to health and you've decided to name it name it general disarray that is awesome and we were like oh my goodness that is by far the best thing I think I've ever heard of. I do. Now I want, this is like my fourth or fifth t-shirt I think that I want now, but this is, this one is really cool. Yeah. That's just because do you know how many different things I exploded? I'm like, that's exactly what's wrong with the church. That's exactly what's wrong with it. It's a general general disarray. disarray. So that was, but how perfect that we were in the book of Ecclesiastes because, (laughs) and I was like, man, that's general disarray. That's, that's perfect for Ecclesiastes. I was like a whole podcast topic on just, general disarray like that could be a whole topic in and it of itself but then we're like well we're getting ready to do ecclesiastes so <laughs> kind pretty of sure perfectly. solomon would have identified with general disarray yeah. too mm-hmm. a lot of different times in here but take a minute or go ahead and take one <laughs> if he's giving them out come and take a prayer come he's giving them come take one all right seriously though take a minute to pray And then, of course, if there is anything at all that we can do for you, and we mean that quite literally, anything we can do, be it prayer, someone to talk to, counsel, something you're in need of, whatever it is, reach out to us, let us know, go to APHomeChurch.com, all of the ways for all of the things, it's all on there. And if you don't see it on there, just reach out and we'll figure it out. All right. Verse one, uh, chapter nine and 10. I had to remind myself again. I've asked her this this question. Like 7,000 times, you guys. Okay, I was going to say 7,000. Okay. All right. Verse 1. This, too, I carefully explored. Even though the actions of the godly and wise people are in God's hands, no one knows whether God will show them favor. The same destiny ultimately awaits everyone, whether religious or wicked, good or bad, ceremonially clean or unclean, religious or irreligious. Good people receive the same treatment as sinners, and people who make promises to God are treated like people who don't. Hmm. <laughs> Told you some of it kind of just is hard to hard to kind of swallow and weigh, but it's it's honest. Yeah. Talk about being raw. It's totally raw, and that's just the way that it is. That's what a lot of the stuff drives me nuts about. We've been on this apostasy series. And that's what drives me nuts with all this. Because they go, have y'all read Ecclesiastes? Come listen to my Bible study. I mean, you won't agree with it, but... 
but it's just reading it for be exposed what it is. To but it again, this is why. In, think about it, because this is not a, a, a. But this goes down to the basis of our whole ministry. The issue that our family has had from the beginning, it started with doing the homeschool stuff and all these other things. But our issue has been that we have a, so many that are professing Christians that have not and do not read their Bibles for themselves. You know what I mean? Like read through the entire book start to finish. Because if you did do that and you were constantly in it reading, there's no way right. you could continue and that's to what, go this about This is what really things. drives me nuts about this prosperity gospel too is right here, I mean, the, you know, give and tithe and you'll be blessed and mm -hmm. God, you know, all these blessings for you. How does that work if the godly people and the sinners are treated alike? Yeah. God gives grace to both. Yeah. How does that work? You think because you're going to, you know, gain extra points that you're going to get receive more blessings? Well, guess what? A guy who killed somebody got away with it for a little bit, maybe for grace, maybe for whatever reason. What and the, not that they and, truly and got away with it. how does that reconcile with the Beatitudes? But, like how, you know, you start right. putting these things together and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If we're supposed to take this whole book as the absolute authority of God's word and to measure everything in the totality of the scriptures, then how do you reconcile these things? Because they don't reconcile. They don't. Yeah, and we're. This is where we're. But really, if we only cherry pick and we don't actually read the word for ourselves, you can see how this stuff. You know. This is why we're mostly, well, mostly Westernized. Although this this has, there's always been a charismatic movement over, sure, you know, in different sure. parts of the the Middle East. But um, we're talking about what we know, and that would be here in the West and what we're doing with it. Right, but uh, yeah, we're we're very Westernized with it to where you know you would think you would. Tell the persecuted Christians in uh, China or mm -hmm. anywhere else, for that matter. Because yeah. being the persecuted group in the world, that's... But anyway, um, so, no prosperity, none of that. There's sometimes there's, there's questions that you just cannot answer. Verse 3, right? Yes. It seems so wrong that everyone under the sun suffers the same fate. Already twisted by evil, people choose their own mad course, for they have no hope. There's nothing ahead but death anyway. There's hope only for the living. As they say, it's better to be a live dog than a dead lion. The living at least know they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward, nor are they remembered. Whatever they did in their lifetime, loving, hating, envying, is all long gone. They no longer play a part in anything here on earth. So go ahead, eat your food with joy and drink your wine with a happy heart. For God approves of this. Wear fine clothes with a splash of, splash of cologne. I'll, <laughs> well, no, I'll keep going. Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. The wife God the gives you is your reward for all your earthly toil. Verse 10, Heidi. Whatever you do. Excuse you. I was just saying that it was you, baby. You're welcome. You. I know. <laughs> God's gift for all my earthly toil. <laughs> Whatever you do, do well. For when you go to the grave, there will be no work or planning or knowledge or wisdom. I have observed something else under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. 
and those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. People can never predict when hard times might come. Like fish in a net or birds in a trap, people are caught by sudden tragedy. Alright. This oh why there's no prosperity in this at all <laughs> who cares cool you lived a life then you died nobody remembers you yep. oh you did something great okay cool that was that was nice for this 100 years of time mm -hmm. like yeah. this is such a small meaningless period of time why would you waste any time in it and it this just it makes zero sense and you read this and you go oh, but don't get discouraged by it because it's encouraging that no we know in Christ there's all there's everything past the grave I mean it's everything everything worth anything is what's past, is the, past grave. the grave so we have hope but it's trying to put it into perspective for you here pointing just how meaningless this little blip of time is mm-hmm don't care about the car that you have. Don't care about the house that you have. Don't care about the education that you have. Yep. I'm not saying don't do what you need to do for your family, but this is not where you put your focus because put that into into perspective when you're reading when you're reading things like this here. That hey, I'm the wisest man in the world, given given wisdom from God Himself. Yep. And guess what? This little blip of time still sucks, and there's nothing that you can do in it. Nobody cares. So don't don't get too proud. This is all this is all meant for humbling you here in the in this time here. All these desires and all these thing, you know wants and this little thing we're just so focused on this this this. Anybody you talk to it's you know that was our problem before we got into this. It was like nobody wants to talk about biblical stuff. You want to worry about your your little worldly stupid problems that you have you want to talk about well and that's where what's you wrong in your your um housing development and your well and i know i've your homeowners is, you know i've talked with many of you and you go it's so hard i literally have no one here in my life physically right in front of me that i can connect with because all the things that they want to talk about and be invested in and be doing are not heavenly minded things they're they're not these things of god and it just it can be so wearisome i mean i am dealing with it on a very personal level with someone very dear to me mm -hmm. that i literally can have nothing in common with a self-professing christian because all she wants to spend time on are these very worldly wrapped up things and anytime i'm like what about this? What about, you know, you just get nowhere. You get nothing. And it is so disheartening. Well, it's alienating and people think that you're, you know, and then people talk about you and they, they say, oh, you're better than they. And, and, no, it's no, not being better than It's not than being anyone. any better than it, anything at all. I want my it's, eyes on Christ. Yeah, exactly. And if anything, that's why I'm not. It's because I am guilty and I, you know, I am trying to live a new life. But... But that's where we have to remember too, especially when you are growing in spirit and you feel the Holy Spirit convicting you of these things. Like I've told Brandon with the thing that I'm going through, I'm like, I wish some days that I could just go and do all the things that I know she wants 
to do just because I'm craving that relationship so badly. Mm. I want to go, but I genuinely in my spirit cannot throw away my conviction Mm -hmm. because I'm craving this earthly relationship Mm -hmm. so badly. You know, I, I can't just go on and This do would be that. different if there was a, you know, if there was a spiritual relationship there too, if there was a want, you know, a, an, an yeah. interest, that would be different, you know. Yeah, but this person has no interest. Right, we want to profess and be a Sunday Christian, but we want nothing to do Correct. with, you know, living by scripture. Correct. That's a big issue. And not identifying, you know, things that are very, um, you know, in there with slander of people. And mm-hmm. that's... No, but we a, have to be true to our conviction. Yep. You know, when we feel the Holy Spirit convicting us, because if you have a conviction, but you still continue to go on doing it, well, that's where you're sinning against the Spirit. You can't continue on. <laughs> All right. Verse 13, I believe. Yep. Here is another bit of wisdom that has impressed me as I have watched the way our world works. There was a small town with only a few people, and a great king came with his army and besieged it. A poor wise man knew how to save the town, and so it was rescued. But afterwards, no one thought to thank him. So even though wisdom is better than strength, those who are wise will be despised if they are poor. What they will say will not be appreciated for long. Hmm. Better to hear the quiet words of a wise person than the shouts of a foolish king. Hmm. Hmm. That includes Twitter. Verse 18, better to have wisdom than (laughs) weapons of war, but one sinner can destroy much that is good. Better to have wisdom than weapons of war, but one sinner can destroy much that is good. Hmm. 17 and 18 right there. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. What? Nothing. Oh, I thought you clicked the button and stopped me. No, to go to the next chapter. I gotcha. Usually she clicks a button and it stops me. I don't know why. Nope. That's funny, though. Better to hear the quiet words and then to all these other ministries that are out there. I hope everybody goes and listens to the, um, I don't know, what did you title that podcast? It probably hasn't come out yet. Brandon and I have been recording like crazy, um, especially based off of all of the apostasy stuff Mm -hmm. that we have been touching on here lately. Mm -hmm. Um, So Tuesdays and Thursdays are when we try to put new podcasts out in an ideal world. So I've been scheduling them up, and we've got a whole slew of things coming out talking in regards to this type of stuff. But these followings are huge, you know, like millions of people. Oh, yeah. And yet, and they're popular. People love them. Right. And yet, anybody on the smaller end out there talking truth, you know, I was looking at Justin Peters' followers. The oh yeah, so small, so small, so. Yeah. Just he doesn't even have an Instagram. So sad. Anyway, chapter ten. As dead flies cause even a bottle of perfume to stink, so a little foolishness spreads great wisdom and honor. Hmm. Huh. So even if it's a little bit. Well, and that's what nobody wants to take the seriousness of. You know what I mean? There you go. Verse 2. A wise person chooses the right road. A fool takes the wrong one. But think about that. A lot of times we make decisions that we know that we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And we do it anyway. Oh, yeah. We're a fool. Mm -hmm. 
So that's that may seem obvious when we laugh at it, right? Like a well, yeah, duh. Wise person chooses the right road, yeah. Fool takes the wrong one. Mm, okay, but we do this all the time. This is calling you a fool. Verse three. You can identify fools just by the way they walk down the street. If your boss is angry at you, don't quit. A quiet spirit can overcome even great mistakes. Verse 5, there is another evil I have seen under the sun. Kings and rulers make a grave mistake when they give great authority to foolish people and low positions to people of proven worth. I have even seen servants riding horseback like princes and princes walking like servants. When you dig a well, you might fall in. When you demolish an old wall, you could be bitten by a snake. When you work in a quarry, stones might fall and crush you. When you chop wood, there is danger of each stroke of your axe. Using a dull axe requires great strength, so sharpen the blade. That's the value of wisdom. It helps you succeed. If a snake bites you before you charm it, what's the use of being a snake charmer? Wise words bring approval, but fools are destroyed by their own words. Fools base their thoughts on foolish assumptions, so their conclusions will be wicked madness. They chatter on and on. No one really knows what is going to happen. No one can predict the future. Fools are so exhausted by a little work, they can't even find their way home. What sorrow for the land ruled by a servant, the land whose leaders feast in the morning. Happy is a land whose king is a noble leader and whose leaders feast at the proper time to gain strength for their work, not to get drunk. We don't fit any of those in case you were wondering. Yeah. <laughs> Verse 18. Just to make sure. Yeah, it's, so many of these are, are very, very um, self-explanatory. I think people, they'll just let these... Let's just leave these right here. Yeah. Verse 18. Laziness leads to a sagging roof. Idleness leads to a leaky house. A party gives laughter. Wine gives happiness. And money gives everything. How do people say that there's no alcohol in this wine? Well, that's... I remember um, it was... Mark, what made me really, the first time I ever read through this book um, was listening to a pastor go through it, and he, I think, did a fantastic job. It was Mark Driscoll, who I know there's a lot of controversy around him, and there was. I think he's kind of fallen off the face of the map now. Nobody really knows who he is. He's probably. got a kind of little thing, but I wouldn't, I mean, we're not recommending I'm not him recommending him. I'm just saying way. that I was listening to him, and his breakdown of Ecclesiastes, though, still, I think, by far one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean. He's a great teacher in many ways for yeah. many things. But with this, when he broke down Ecclesiastes, I remember listening to it, and I just absolutely fell in love with the book. Um, again, it was one I had never even read before. But that's where he was going through, and he was like, talk about the verses we don't read with the youth group kids. <laughs> you know, and you pull all of these, because you look at it, it's like, oh, well, it's saying, <laughs> you know, and you look at it, no, you're, there's certain things that you are supposed to get to enjoy. And right. that's one of them. Yeah. Otherwise, like, I don't get happy drinking grape juice. Yeah. Like, mmm, welches. Mm, <laughs> no, sorry. Um, 20? Yes. Never make light of the king, even in your thoughts. And don't make fun of, of the powerful, even in your own bedroom. 
for a little bird might deliver your message and tell them what you said. So really today, just a lot of, you know, again, little proverbs, little snippets. Yeah. Little. I love the ironies of life, though, there in um, chapter 10, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's like, it yes. is, though. I mean, it's that's what it is. Why do you think that these are here? Mm-hmm. And if Christ is truly speaking to us, and he is in this book. Because everything, we do not take scripture with a grain of salt. <laughs> nope. Everything ultimately points to Christ Mm -hmm. in this book I mean if I I hope you've been able to see him throughout it we got one chapter left you know what 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 do we add on time on this one we have two chapters left we're at 20 minutes oh I thought we had oh 11 and 12 that's right so my internet just went away yep so did mine so I can't pull up anything Hmm. (laughs) well that was 11 and 12 9 and 10. 9 and 10. <laughs> 11 and 12 tomorrow. Yes, 11 and 12 tomorrow. We'll be back, Lord willing. <laughs> Lord willing, our internet comes back. All right. Try to think if we owe them money. We probably do. Hopefully that's not the case. No, it came back, I think. Okay. Nope. Well, nope, not back. Okay, we're going to go figure out some um, issues, and hopefully we'll be back tomorrow with the rest of Ecclesiastes. But thank you so much for hanging out with us regardless. And uh, remember... I think we're all probably dealing with some general disarray, so Mm -hmm. very fitting.